<laughs> no, I only make fun of you when we're recording. Well, have it. I actually, I don't. <laughs> I actually, uh, I try not to make fat jokes, but I don't know you that well yet, so that's all I got. It's weak. It's, it's, <laughs> There's not much else you can make fun of me for, so I don't know. That's all I guess. Uh, I guess no, I'll find stuff. Hey, you don't really like the White Sox. You just think you're cool with the the hat. So you got to color in that little part between the S and the X. You don't like the White Sox. So color it in. Get a black Sharpie. No. Then your hat says sex. That way it says sex. Oh. Yeah. Look at it. Oh, yeah. Make the O look like the E. Really yeah, yeah. Very clever. I did that in high school. Yep. Oh, you did? <laughs> a long time ago. Years ago, he walked around high school like that. Yeah, they, uh, they weren't screen printed then. No, I don't know you very well. And honestly, you telling me that, it, it fits your personality. <laughs> I'm reading. I recommend these guys. No, thanks. You know. <clears throat> I don't want I your. Don't think so. I don't want your pyramid juice. Your pyramid, your pyramid juice is gonna wake me up. Your pyramid scheme sauce. <sighs> Did she sell it? Hey, I need a candle. I'm supporting okay. small business. Sick. Um. Yeah, I got candles. Yeah, he's just got to. Yeah, he's just got to dust them off and dig them up. I don't That'd want a shenanigan candle though. No, they're well good because you can't find those anymore because those and, don't exist. And they're called shenanigandles. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. Not a shenanigan candle. Yeah, mm. and I highly doubt that you wouldn't want some of those. Okay, because no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. They're fucking amazing. I still have some. What were the names again? Dad bod, cappuccino. Yep, cappuccino. You Dad know, bar noir. you want a fucking cappuccino, Chris? Deep, Come on, deep insider. Yeah, <laughs> huh, dude? Deep insider was great. It was like a pomegranate cider. Oh, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, you think that? I'm reading man. over the notes. I'm reading over the notes. Sorry. I'm gonna get. I'm no, gonna, no, it's fine. Did get, you watch the MJF promo? No, I watched SmackDown. Take a minute. Take a minute. Watch Smackdown the promo. Was good. You should take a minute and watch it because it, it, it's three minutes before we hit. Before we well, we already hit record. Before we start the show, watch that, and then we'll bang the show out because I know you got a tattoo right. at ten. Yeah, you got. I a, do love his you promo. Got a ten a.m. scratching. After four years of being removed from the public eye, Chris Envy, the fearless leader of Dynasty Wrestling, is once again making his return to the professional wrestling world. This is the Envy Me Podcast. This is the Envy Me Podcast. Taking you through the rise, fall, and rise again of one of the Northeast's most respected pros. From in the ring to out of the ring, brace yourself to hear some of the most insane stories ever told. And you'll get them right from the source. Real, real, raw, raw, unfiltered. This is Envy Me, a Dynasty podcast. Co-hosted by Travis Manning. Now, here he is. This is Chris Envy. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Envy Me, a Dynasty podcast. I'm Travis Manny, alongside our producer, Ryan, and the Chris Envy. What's going on, Chris? It's too early for this. Uh, Suck it up. You know why? Because we are recording on Sunday, February 12th. It's Super Sunday, Super Bowl, baby. That was envious. (laughs) 
<laughs> what do you got? Yeah. What do you got planned on Super Sunday? Who are you asking? Uh, you. You know, oh. the guy that shows well, NV me, the, 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 the <laughs> dynasty podcast. <laughs> um, I got to do this podcast because I really enjoy it. Uh, that's not sarcastic. <laughs> it's really not. I do enjoy ah. these. I do. Uh, then I got to do a tattoo in a little while. Um, we're- Fuck yeah. No, yeah. I'll, yeah. Am I the only one that can't hear him? No, I can't hear him either. <laughs> For a minute, I thought you could hear him. <laughs> oh, my fuck. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah. You fucked up, Chris Envy. No, I you didn't. Did no, I didn't. You did it on purpose to nope. test my detective skills? Nope. No, I tried to delete it immediately after. Ah, but you didn't. And now I know no, your sweet. real name. The cat's out the bag. <sighs> out the bag. Well, you think you know my real name. <laughs> well, I know that's that's not a fucking working name because nobody would use that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why it's not that There's a lot of people that are like why don't you just use your real name uh do you know it does anybody yeah. call you that like do you do you even go by that at work mm, it's 50 50 i mean they know my name at work but nobody wants to say it because it takes too long to say so they call once they find out about chris envy they call me chris yeah which is weird it's really weird because i don't tell people at work like they find me on facebook and they they sent me a friend request like your name is Cruz? No. Well it says he oh, yeah. Okay. And then that's what they call me. See, I already knew because I I found your other Facebook page too. Wasn't stalking. Because you're but you're stalking. You know? But I did find it. And well, uh mm-hmm. well I'm happy we got to this point and it now used to I know be private. It, well, I think it was too soon. If if it may if it makes you feel any better, my real name is Ryan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That did it for me. I'm good now. I'm changing the Chris Envy account. It's totally lying. His real name starts with boy. (laughs) Wow, that's that's a genius idea. All right, let's get back to where we were before we ran into the typical crispy issues. Um, It's fucking Super Bowl Sunday. Get back to your plans because you were mid-sentence about what you're doing today and everything just died. So I'm... Going to therapy. Much needed. Yep, clearly. Uh, I'll be doing a tattoo in about a half hour. Um, Spoiler alert. Uh, He doesn't have to leave till noon, and it's a small tattoo. So if we run a little long, over 10, it's fine. One, I don't know if we've touched on the fact that you do tattoos on this podcast before. Maybe we have. Don't think we have, though. This is news for me today. I said, said, Chris is a scratcher? Yeah. And what? Tattoo Nightmare called me a scratcher. Oh. Fuckers. Wait a minute. Mm. Nope. Wait, we gotta save you, that. Wait a minute. What? That, that was a that was a tattoo that you did on yourself? Yeah. Ah. Oh, well, I really gotta watch oh, this now. I thought, I thought he <laughs> was on Tattoo Nightmare as the nightmare. Like as the guy who did yeah. the nightmare. Yeah. What yeah. uh but they edited my episode. It's, I'm not on it anymore. Mm, we're gonna it have to, to be reach out Scratcher and We gotta find that. I'm down, yeah. man. I'm trying to find all of them. I've written to other shows a couple times to try and get footage of it and they just no sell my emails yeah well we're gonna go right to the source we're gonna phone call all right let's we're do fucking it. calling them but spike spike tv well that's no longer a thing so there we go that's done <laughs> glad we glad, glad we got that one out of the way um who well you don't have to tell me who you're tattooing but what what's the tattoo you're doing today he's getting uh 
K-O-T-R on his King of the Ring? His kneecap. That's what I said, but it stands for something else. Oh, I don't remember what Clan it was. of the I Republicans? I knew you were fucking... I knew... It's not my I tattoo. I knew you were my tattoo. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. I don't vote for orange people. <laughs> just, just lost some followers. All right, uh, so you... My mom's going to come over and visit. We're taking the bunk beds apart in the girls' room. Oh, that sounds like a hell of a Super Bowl. soccer this evening. Now that'll all be done before six. You said watch some soccer. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. What a fucking troll. I don't care um, about the Super Bowl, man. I'm sorry. Why? Like, I love football. I love it. I, I'm a Cowboy fan. Oh, that's why so you don't care about the Super Bowl. The there. <laughs> no, I, I there's nothing. There's no rivalry here. Nobody's talking shit. Like, I like. What do you mean? I like Mahomes. Brother versus his, brother. He wants his Super Bowl. It's a fucking a wrestling. Match. It's a wrestling rivalry it's a fucking setting. lineman. No, no, you're reaching. No, no, you are because, so because offense yes, and offense. Yes, he is a lineman, but he's probably the most so animated the fucking lineman in all of football. And he's a lineman, dude. They do a podcast together. Do you know, like, how fucking awesome it is when no. you do a podcast? It instantly makes you I've better. Heard good things. <laughs> I've heard good. Oh well, then I'm ready for a comeback now. <laughs> Moving right, all right along. Yes, uh, Chris. I'm guessing you uh, you didn't watch a whole lot of wrestling this week because you just don't watch wrestling, you know, even though you do a wrestling podcast. I don't watch bad wrestling. But we did make you watch the best part of this week's wrestling across any company, and that would be MJF's promo, the car crash promo, the sitting on the couch promo. I want your thoughts yes. because I think I don't think it, it was, was better than the Bloodline story. Better than the what? It wasn't... It wasn't supposed to be better than the... It's not supposed to be better than an eight-month story. But I can tell you this. Even this week. Even Sammy's just showing up this week. I did watch SmackDown, so go fuck yourself. I I saw Sammy showing up. I think it was better. better I'm not impressed. Sammy Zayn, his his performance on SmackDown this week. What did he do that was so special? He showed up knowing everybody wants to kill him. And Jey Uso showed up. Yeah, and and that, and that was it. And Paul Heyman was like, "Hey, mm-hmm. you should just stay home next week because the tribal chiefs can see what you're doing on TV." Like, oh shit, no, and you know, because when we watch, I I agree that what? like the whole story is still like they're still going on with that story. The story's fucking awesome. You said it was the best thing in wrestling this week because it no, was Paul Heyman. It was definitely the down best the fourth segment. wall that Roman Reigns watched it on TV. Right, I'm not was better than that promo. We'll just say I didn't think that promo, promo was good. I, I think you're bugging. What? 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 I don't think it was, was good at all. Good about it because he yelled at the camera and told a, a story that may or may not be true from when he was in eleventh grade. That's supposed to make me hate you more. No, it, it's Who cares? it's the it's the not even subtle. It's the you know just him hitting on the fact that he's a real scumbag. The you know like it's he true. he brings you into this story. He he brings you in like oh man. Where's this going? Wait, I feel bad for so him. Now and he's like, in that, I switched her lifeless body into the driver's seat so it looked like she was driving the car. Like, oh, it gets me. Yeah, but too far-fetched, man. Too far-fetched. This isn't, it's too, like, I know we have to suspend disbelief, but come on, man. I mean, enough people thought it, thought he did a good enough job that they called Nassau police. Enough people also think Undertaker's really dead. Have you met wrestling fans? Isn't that what yeah, his job is? Isn't that what he's supposed to do? Exactly. Does that mean he did his job really good? It's You're a very okay. confusing wrestler, Chris. It's okay no. to just suspend reality and disbelief to get into a story and just release yourself it to wrestling. You know, you don't always have to watch the show when like he talked a wrestler. About, 
when he talked about the G- yeah but i'm okay here's here's what happens you guys told me to watch the promo so i immediately i search for it i look and i see all these reviews about how great it was so my expectations are much higher like hangover two you tell people how great hangover one is you go there expecting the same thing and then it's like eh, it's not that funny i didn't think it was that great i think when he was talking about how he got picked on in high school from the football team for being jewish all that stuff with punk phenomenal i think some of his stuff is the best but thing even out that there. i just didn't buy into this one. even that so he says that and clearly he's just you know healing it up so he's giving you something obviously not true maybe it was true but then he comes here and it's all my football buddies and every you know like he's he just fucks with you like he literally just trolls the the fucking audience i agree i just i didn't feel that promo at all i felt they didn't have anything else to go with so they made up a story to make make sure that you didn't cheer for him and i feel like it was easy i don't feel like there was anything special about that that promo even if it was true like oh that's a dick move he told it well but it doesn't make me want to see him get his ass kicked anymore it doesn't make me cheer for daniel bryan anymore it had nothing to do with their rivalry so for me for me as a cynic and a old bitter vet i just didn't it was good i think the the whole point it just wasn't was just I, i don't think it was supposed to um what I got from him is he was just explaining to Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. Sorry, my bad. Um, oh, I know they're going to fucking treat me like Jr. <laughs> now um, was just explaining that, you know, how much of a scumbag he is and how how scumbagish he can get and that it's going to I guess th- he's going to treat him when he was in 11th like grade that. when he was in 11th grade, though. Yeah. I mean, I think you're you know I mean? forgetting like, the fact like, that he's not like, too far removed from that's like that. Saying that you go watch like a super villain origin story movie and you're like, oh, why do I care about what he did 15 years ago when he's supposed to be crazy now? Ooh. I guess like the same thing. Yeah. Do you feel the same way Chris when you go like watch origin, fucking origin movies, origin story movies? I don't care how no, Wolverine became stories. Wolverine. Just give me Wolverine. Do you think? No, I guess you're right, but I still didn't like the promo. <laughs> You make a valid point, but it doesn't make me so like now it with, anymore. So now with, with the cops, you know, people calling the police and with the whole car crash thing and kind of adding that story into it, um, clearly people think he went too far. Do you think it went too far? Do you think it's just meh? Because no, what I get is... too far. So what... Definitely. What is, what is too far for you? Like, so like Chris Envy's doing a promo. What is that fine line for Mr. Envy? That you won't I love cross. calling you that. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I don't know that there is one. I honestly, I mean, me being the person I am now, I won't make like a racial <laughs> promo but in front of the fans. I mean, I'll cut everybody down racially, white people, black people, Asian people. I don't care. It's, it's funny. If you know who I am, you know, I don't mean it. So I don't really don't worry. But you just talk to your opponent. You know, like I got kicked out of a venue when I was running shows because of something I posted on Twitter. I was feuding with someone who no longer wrestles who happened to be jewish and i made some off-color jewish comments on twitter as me as a character trying to get heel heat and somebody else sent that to our venue and we have not been allowed back to that venue since so as a character when was this as long as your opponent knows uh 2013 so you got canceled before cancel culture oh yeah man, way before man's been getting canceled by another promoter life. who's currently in jail for pedophilia what, what's the venue are you allowed to say well they're never going to work with you again anyway so well, see, I've worked it out, and they were like, oh, it's the the chairman's decision. So I wrote to the chairman. I called the chairman. He said he didn't know anything about us being blocked, so somebody else just blackballed us. It's not like we're allowed in there, 
I've taught, it's been years. Um, but every time I try to get in there, they're like, it's in Troy. So what is the, uh, what is like, the pedophile promoter? What does his name rhyme with? We don't have to say it, but what's it rhyme with? Uh, Briss it rhymes Lenby. with Scott Scarsdale. <laughs> Wait, what? Say it again. Scott Scarsdale used to run in your face wrestling. Oh, Wait, didn't yeah, we I think go we to the their we millionaire, went, we millennial went to their, millionaire? To their Cahoes uh, training center to when, look when at, we were, do a little yeah, walkthrough. Yeah. When we were like, we were like 17. Eight, 17. Yeah. <laughs> Got busted last year, I think. For uh, child Man, porn? that's probably why he was so oh, excited to get us in there, Travis. Yeah, he's like, oh, you're why, under 18? <laughs> he, was like, he was like, oh, yeah, man, $200. Yeah, I'll teach me. you guys how to wrestle privately. <laughs> he used to turn shows in all the time. Like, they don't have a doctor. They don't have a license. They don't have security. They don't have just, – just trying to make every – so that nobody else could run because his product couldn't compete with better product. Um, So he would try and throw you under the bus for – all the red tape. Yeah. And now. Or in your case, purple tape. Not throwing anything. Right. <laughs> but if your opponent knows what you're saying, like I've had uh, my best friend, Tom Ugly, called me out for my oldest daughter, not biologically being mine. She's my stepdaughter since she was three. Um, she's my she's my fucking kid. Brooklyn. She's mine. Um, but in one of his promos, he's like, that kid's not even yours. I knew your wife before you did. Did you ever think about that? And I was like, oh, motherfucker. Not going to lie. That's smooth. But right. Did that, right. Did that cross the line for you? Or was that? Uh, you guys talked no. about it beforehand, right? Yeah, we talked about it in the car on the way there. But even if he didn't, it's wrestling. Yeah. You know, what we say out in the ring is not who I am backstage. He apologized for it. You know, like, dude, don't don't apologize. Because when I'm out there listening to it and you hear the crowd, you legit feel angry. Like you really want to fight well, him. Right. And and look at and that's, look at that's your one job. of the biggest feuds in wrestling history, Brett and Sean, that came like that escalated from going out there and, you know, shooting off, you know, the sunny days, all that stuff. Like Right. So right. I, I can see where but it you can have turn, you know, it it can turn bad. For me, I mean, I I guess racial is the only thing I won't do because that's not the character I want to portray. Um if I wasn't trying to run a promotion and it was just me trying to get myself over, I, whatever. When they banned um, Southern Fla- uh, the uh, Confederate flag, I bought one on Amazon and made a tag team around it because I knew it would generate heat. I had two Southern boys out there toting the Confederate flag, and I had them primarily fight African-American people. And they got their asses kicked. But it was a great storyline. They weren't Neither one of those guys are racist. They're both awesome dudes. But for storyline purposes, it was gold. It gets the reaction that they want to. And I see what you're saying with MJF trying to portray himself as an asshole, but I, it just doesn't translate to wrestling for me. Can you get that? Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, um, so when you – we're going to transition out of this. We're, we're, each week we're going to touch on your, on your comeback. couple okay. things. One, we're going to be with you. I, I know Ryan has never been – you know, really in, involved in any um, wrestling event other than being a fan. I, you know, other than setting up a WWE ring and helping put the stage together or, you know, doing video for the Dynasty reunion show, I've never been a part of a wrestling show. So what is what is behind the scenes etiquette? Um, like, you know, like how, how are we supposed to act? Yeah, is, are cool. there things that, you know, when we get back there, <laughs> like what can we not do because you know we're not trying to piss off people yeah we want to make a good and impression it, um well we get there early so usually we're some of the first people there uh don't dress like a scrub but you also don't have to wear like a suit and tie 
dress like you're you're there to work. Dress like the fans are going to see you there so that if they see you walking around, they know who you are. You know, they don't think you're a piece of shit wearing ripped up sweatpants. That's why WWE went to, to dress code way yeah. back when. People are showing up dressed like Paul's Mahoney. You know, bottomless don't chaps. Do don't deal. Don't make <laughs> don't make the company look bad for having you there. Um, so just like we show up early. So as people come in, it's customary to shake everybody's hand and introduce yourself. That's just what you do, whether it's the name or not. Like you are on the same level as them at an indie show, at least backstage. So when they come in, you go introduce yourself like, hey, I'm I'm Ryan. Shake their hand. Uh, sometimes they'll want to talk. Sometimes they'll walk right past you to get to the next guy and shake hands. I hate that part at the end of the show where you go around when you're leaving, you do the same thing. You go and you say goodbye to everybody. I hate it. I don't do it at work. I don't do it at home. I, I just hate it. I know it's a sign of respect, but I'm old. And I was going to say, at so work, you're, man, so I'm you're like, all for the hello. I'm beelining to the door. Fuck a goodbye. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, hello. Like, hey, how you doing? Haven't seen you in a long time, but now I've shared the locker room with you for three, four hours. I've talked. I've interacted with you. When I'm leaving, I want to just be up. All right, guys, be up. You know, say goodbye to the room. I don't I yeah. don't like going around saying goodbye to each person. I don't like doing the Irish handshake either, where you just like peace out and not say anything unless they stiff me on pay. But then fuck that promoter anyway. So um, so it's like proper to, to like go a, around and like individually just shake yeah. everybody, yep. <laughs> shake their hands. Yep. <laughs> if a vet comes in and you're sitting down and there's no other chairs, you get your ass up. You know, like yeah. if your Chris Masters walks in the room, granted, he's not the big name he was, but if he so walks I don't, in. You better offer him your chair. I don't rub my leg and say, here's your chair. I mean, you can. <laughs> Most people will joke around with you. I'd rather not find out. It depends on you, man. Like, <laughs> like when I talk to when I talk to names to about bringing them in for a show, I act like I've been best friends with them for years in the email and the text message, whatever. I'm, I'm never like, sir, I never try and come off like a, like a kiss ass or a fanboy. Like, yo, what up, man? Long time, no talk. Are you free this day? You know, just... Treat them like a regular person. Be respectful, obviously, but treat them like a regular person. Yeah. There used to be a rule like leave them alone when they're backstage. Don't try and get a picture. But fuck that noise, man. I've worked with some big names I wish I had pictures of. So now if you want that picture, just wait till they're not going over a match or not in the middle of getting changed. Yeah. You know, like at the end of the show, it's awkward that the main event guy's back there getting out of his gear. He's all sweaty. He's trying to get out. And you're like, hey, man, good job tonight. Hey, man, I know you're Fucking naked, weird. but can I get a picture real quick? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't be that guy, Ryan. Uh, I actually don't. Um, I think the last studio session we went, and I took a picture with John Arbuckle. That I, it was like the first time in a long. I don't Good. ask to take pictures with anybody. I don't want to. Yeah, I never did either. You, it's like a ego thing. But do you it, know man. Who I am. You know what Get saying? those pictures. <laughs> I think I would right, fit right. in a wrestling. Did you beat Rick Flair? Locker room, huh? But I mean, that's it. That's it. Like, just be respectful. Give the give the seats to the vets who have earned it that have paved the way. Um, try to watch as much of the show as you actually can. Because uh, people will come back like, hey, did you see the match? And they're going to want feedback, honest feedback. Don't be like, yeah, man, great job. Because I don't ever say that. Yeah. Even if it is, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to tell you your flaws. Then I'm going to build you up. Most of mine are yeah. flaws, so I don't ask. <laughs> it's always good to break, break them down first. Now, I, yeah, because yes. I mean, like when, when we did the, uh, the reunion show. So, like, I obviously we were there early. So I got to see everybody beforehand. And, you know, as they trickled in. Right. Um, but I was so focused on setting up lights and setting up you know right and that's camera, your job. all that stuff so that's i didn't job. you know I, when i went back there everybody's getting ready they're going over their match shit's cool but like i didn't have mm -hmm. you know i'm like excuse me <laughs> i gotta set this tripod up you know like i'm in your way right so it's different 
So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited my, too. My uh, biggest question that made me think of this segment in the first place was when you're backstage, do you guys call each other by your real names or do you guys walk around calling each other? It depends on how you introduce yourself. When I introduce myself at every show, my name is Chris. Yeah. That's who I am when I get to the building. That's who I am when I go home. Even people who know me outside the ring that are at the show, uh, Dynasty, at the Dynasty show, people know me outside of wrestling, but they still call me Chris. Like you are at the wrestling show, Triple H is still H. Undertaker is still Taker. Why isn't he triple? You know? Um, I think he's outgrown that. <laughs> hey, triple. Oh, I'm going to call you Golden Eyes. <sighs> but, I mean, you guys being as green as you are, everybody should be sir. Even the women. <laughs> I am I not give a fuck about to How gold around. I am. Or gold. <laughs> I don't care how golden I am. I ain't calling nobody sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Whatever you say, boy. Yeah. You ain't getting fucking sir out of me, sir. All right, so now... <laughs> not me, no. <laughs> so with the... Uh, as far as... You know, obviously to get to that point where, you know, we're even doing a show, you need to be cleared. You need to be, you know, obviously be able to wrestle again. Medi- you know, medically right. speaking, how's your body doing? <laughs> Bro, aside from still poor eating, I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life. I mean, I know I'm probably not, but I feel great i feel flexible i feel like i can i just my cardio is better than i i never trained cardio when i was wrestling other than being in the ring most of the time i didn't practice after i started doing shows my only wrestling was at shows and now with these at home workouts man i feel like i could go forever again we talked about it last week being in shape and being in in ring shape are two completely different things but oh, i yeah. feel like you know once i'm in the ring very quickly muscle memory will kick in hopefully and uh, I'll be ready to go. Good. I just need to find somewhere to do it. Now, so you do not about... plan on getting in a ring and just having practice matches? Oh, 100%. But my ring's not set up because it's too cold out and I don't have it won't fit in my shed. Um, the two local schools I know of, one of them's about an hour, a little over an hour away. Not trying to feel that. Um, the other one down in Albany, just not a big fan of the people that are there. So, um, there is another option out in Massachusetts. Chris uh, Camaro, Furio Falcone, helps train at one of the schools in uh, somewhere right across the border in Massachusetts that I'd be willing to go to on a Sunday, shoot some footage for it too, make a little comeback video. Yeah, I, he does a lot more chaining than I. It's chaining's never been my strong point. Yeah, I'm well, I mean we're to we're not too far away from being able to set the ring up. You know, a couple months. True. And you True. get that thing set up in your yard and people can drive by with, you know, looking at you flop around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could I can go out there, hit the ropes and do flips all day long. I need somebody else to go out there and actually work with me. Yeah. Someone who's going to push me to to another level. Did you think well, did, you, I, did you ever think of maybe like switching up your in-ring style, especially, you know, with your previous injuries and stuff? Maybe it'll give you a yeah. bit bit of a longer I leg on this to. last run. I, I have to. Um, I know that I'm a lot more fragile than I used to be internally, especially in the upper neck area. Um, so I know I can't be the guy out there taking 40, 50 bumps every match. Um, I also know that at, at my stature, I can't go out there and be the next stone cold. Like I can't go out there and act like I'm a hard ass. Um, so it's going to be a, uh, a little bit of time to find who I am again in the ring what I can and can't do, what I'm comfortable with. I know I don't like Germans. I don't like choke slams. 
I don't like anything that drops me exclusively on my neck. A German shouldn't, but there aren't many indie guys that can throw a good one. Yeah. Now, as far as your neck goes, have you talked to any doctors or, you know, anybody about what the condition currently is of your neck to see if this is even an option? Well, no. <laughs> After uh, the first one, there's a plate in there from 2008 when I broke it the first time. So um, I'm good. Yeah. It's a ceramic plate. It's you can't shatter. break titanium. <laughs> ceramic. Ceramic. For the oh, so, um, you know, in the ring, so you, you don't want to take those, uh, you know, the Germans, the, you know, choke the choke slams. slams. When, when you were in, so when you were in your prime 30, 40 years ago, <laughs> what, what was your favorite, you know, like you, you could take it all then. What was your favorite bump to take when yeah. you were when you were Chris Envy? Not that you aren't now, but you know you're a shell of yourself. None. There's no such thing as least, a favorite bump. Least to favorite. Take. It, it, it was. It says. Oh, shut up. What was your <laughs> favorite? Oh. Which one was the best way to get your ass kicked? <laughs> Yo. I don't know the one that hurts the least. <laughs> I did like to take. I meant least toss, favorite because uh, I least favorite. Oh well, that's not what you said. Shut up. <laughs> I can't read his own notes. <laughs> They're not my notes. Um, least. Least favorite's probably the choke slam because it's it's an easy move to screw up. If you don't have the right angle, if the guy who's dropping you on your neck doesn't have a good control good control, like there's so many things that can go wrong. Um and it's a rough bump on the way down unless they guide you and most people don't because it's just a power move for so many people. Yeah. So I don't enjoy them. You ever you ever been like you ever been jackknifed? Because that's saying that looks scary. Jackknife power bump? Yeah, it's yeah. Not bad. They have a lot more control. No? Like, they whip you up pretty quick, but your job is to jump with them. So you're not, like, a bag of sand. I'm talking, like, you know, like fucking uh, like Kevin Nash's. When he brings you up, that shit just, you're just, like, it looks like you're literally just falling yeah, but off. that's him. a lot safer than the ones who <laughs> slam you down. It's not like he's coming down with you. That's a lot safer than the people that slam you. Yeah. When you get slammed down, that's where injuries huh? happen. That's where your head whips off the mat. Have you ever been put through a table? No. Table I have not done. I've done cage... I've done ladder, lots of ladder. I've not done a table, but a lot of times, like all right, guys, whoever is whoever's booking Chris Envy, uh, table match. I, <laughs> That's the plan. He's going through a fucking table. We're assuming he's losing. He's going through a table. <laughs> We're assuming he's losing. Chris is going through the table. No, most people don't gimmick table. <laughs> well, we're gonna need this one gimmick. Yeah, have you ever we done a table? To keep wrestling. A gimmick table as our announced table for one of the matches. And then somebody came out, interfered, and pushed him off of the top rope. And he fell from the top rope through the announce table, which set up the table match at the next show. It was really well done. Nice. So, uh, what the f- Oh, Yes, you, yes I, you do. You do know what you thought that was. I don't was. know what I thought that was. But, um... <laughs> I was like, "What the?" I know this man's been looking over for a minute, but what the fuck is going on here? All right, so now I feel like we've we've talked about some of the moves you've you've done when you were actively wrestling. But for anybody, you know, maybe we have new listeners or you know people that just aren't aware. What did you? What move did you use as as your finisher? You know, what were your main moves and your favorite move? Uh, well, to perform. Way back when, when I was wrestling, I was using what was known as the ego trip as a finisher, which is today affectionately called the 
severely overused Canadian destroyer. Um, before that, Ego Trip is fitting, right? Before that, what was it called again? Ego Trip. Oh, yeah. And I'm taking you on a ride, buddy. Buckle in. Um, mm. I did. Uh, uh, I want to see you. I want to see you give Ryan a Canadian destroyer. If, yeah, through a table. <laughs> through a table, off the top so rope. The problem with that <laughs> is inertia. There's not enough of me to get Ryan all the way over, so he would likely end up falling directly on me. It's happened. It's happened. <laughs> and then through Chris loses yeah. again. Yes. And that has also happened. Uh, I've done the code red. No Chinese champion. Does. This guy. You're a dick. <laughs> top rope elbow. Super. So kick. yes. Some basic stuff. I'm small. I mean, there's not okay. a lot. I'm not doing a six one nine ever. You, you a big leg slapper? No. My, when I kick you, it'll make enough no. of a sound. I don't need to slap my leg. Okay, so let's let's uh, break down that wall real quick. So if you're not slapping the leg, yeah. but you're still working the move, yeah. where where's the where's the impact sound coming from? Where you're not really kicking somebody's head off? Yeah, who am I fighting? Do they know how to work? I don't know. Oh, so they're gonna slap for they you? Should. Ah. They should. Okay. Uh, you don't always. Well, see, the we know we know it's done. a dance, you know. The slap is also overdone. Like yeah. you don't always need to make if it's not like an impactful move. If it's just a regular kick, you don't need to slap your leg every time. Only the big ones should make an impact. Yeah. Because if I really connect with your jaw, you're not getting back up after that. You're not selling. You're you're actually out. I do think that the super kick. See, you had mentioned the Canadian destroyer is the most overused move in wrestling. Right. I would disagree and probably say that the super kick is the most over because it's literally used it's not, as like it's not a it's like no. a fight they're fighting everyone's fighting so it's like you i've never been in a fight. fight i've never been in a fight and somebody super kicked me in the face but i don't think those are super kicks those are crescent kicks a super kick ends it Shawn michaels had a super kick everybody else is just throwing crescent kicks. right then we you know they should be calling it right like but everybody wants to you know what i'm saying Shawn michaels Everybody wants to have right. that big, boot. and that, but that's my thing, you know. Whether and I'm not just shitting on, on the Bucks because the Usos do the same thing. It's fucking super kick, super kick, super kick, fifteen times during a match, and somebody will fall down, attack. stumble out the ring, get right yep. back up, right. But then you know, if somebody's going to use it as a finisher, yeah, it's, you know, it, it's no longer a finisher. You can't go back. Now. It can be a finisher because you can, but you got to add the pomp and circumstance to it. Like Shawn Michaels got to add the slap. Tune, they tune all in the slap. band up and shit. But even then, even when like, Ziggler, Ziggler to... does it just like Shawn Michaels does, and he doesn't use it as a finisher. It's just a big, oh, it's yeah. not his finish. No, he does a zigzag. It's just a flashy move. Well, he doesn't have a finish. He doesn't win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he's the Chris Envy of WWE. Wow. <laughs> See, you need to rewrite your own history, okay? Yes, dicks. All right, Chris, he's he's got to get to tattooing soon. So, you know, before we get on out of here, Chris, we we talk about all these shows, all all these these mainstream pop culture uh, phenomenons that you've been a part of, like wait, wait, wife swap. You know, like or as Ryan would say. The world famous oh, wife swap. Nice. World famous. I like it. A lister. Yeah. So now we we have talked at nauseum about wife swap. Facts. We're not going to talk about Facts. that. We're going to talk about divorce court. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. You know, it's probably never a great thing when you go from wife swap to divorce court. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so 
where where did the divorce court thing stem from? You know, how did one, how did it be, you know, how did that even become a thing? Mm-hmm. And did it have anything to do with the wife swap episode? Um, all right, how? Tell me it came before that, and I'm going to fucking <laughs> lose my mind. It was filmed before it. <laughs> <laughs> but, fucking reality TV, but, and it's fine. But they had nothing to do with each other. They were on separate channels. Um, it was on that same website where you apply and you send in your story, why you think you should be on the show. Um, I bring everything back to wrestling as Chris Envy. So that's what I did it as. I was like, well, how can a wrestler, why, why, like, why am I going to get a divorce on this show? Why does it matter? So the idea was that she was a ring announcer or a valet, and she was starting to get more bookings than me, and I was jealous of that. I was a heel wrestler, so I don't care. Let me continue to play that persona. Um, I was jealous of all of her bookings. So they send you a bunch of stuff. I was like, look, I went to, to hair school to help support her career. And now she's trying to take my spotlight in my career. So again, I'm being the dick. Um, they like the story. They're like, can you prove you're married? Can you prove that you went to hair school? So I had to prove a bunch of stuff. And then they fly you out to LA. Show them your beautician certificate. Fi- right. Fix your mic real quick. Fix your face real quick. Maybe. Smack it yeah, just a, like adjust it. Uh, flip it up some maybe. Yeah, you're, you're super static. You're staticky. Yeah, it's much better. Yeah, and talk close to it. Oh, it's on my lip. Can't get much closer. It might be the cord. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you a new cord. I'll send it to you. No, it's on. No, don't, you. don't fuck with it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you're. I don't. How did you prove? If you proved all those things, that means that they were true. So you went to hair school. I did go to hair school. You bald headed and went to hair school. Well, I wasn't always bald headed. You stupid bastard. Uh-oh. Hey, I I went to hair school and I'm also starting to lose said hair. And I'm not completely bald. Fucking hair. Yeah, no, he has a few hairs up top. Oh, you got the George Costanza hair. I mean, yeah. No, like a little horseshoe. Oh. oh. So oh. we don't ever show that. Um. Uh. We we might be able to work with that. Maybe you know you play the Hogan and you're you're uh, you're reaching. It's you know, not going to happen. Self conscious of your nope. of your bald spot, so nope, you spray it in nope. with some uh, <laughs> with some nope. paint before this is getting shaved. And then it starts to come off during the match, and you freak out, and you're like putting like throw a towel over your head. I am not coming back to be fucking Santino. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, back to uh, back to divorce court. Right. What about it? <laughs> so they have you verify everything, and so, then they ask you, okay, are you available these dates? And then they fly you out to L.A., put you in a hotel, give you a per diem. They give you some money. Um, and then they tell you, show up tomorrow at this time. They send a car for you. And then, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, you wait your turn because there's other cases going on. They're shooting other shows. They bring you out. Um, and then the judge kind of leads the show like Travis does and you just answer questions and about three quarters of the way through, I look down and I realize there's a teleprompter in the podium to tell you what to reference, like bring up the pictures, bring up the pictures, bring this up the video. This man was just winging it. He didn't bring up shit and they're like staring no. at him like, trying to no, I knew, I knew eyes. my story. I was telling the story. I know what I'm supposed to do, but they're like, bring this up. Talk about this. I mean, it was, 
the, all the footage was me getting my ass kicked. They didn't show anything where I hit a single move. So I was like, thanks, guys. <laughs> that's probably all the footage they could find, Chris. So that's why when you did wife swap, you're like, put the destroyer in there. That's 100% right. Yep. <laughs> Don't make me look like a bitch. Yeah, Wait, so, so we're going to put all court? my t-shirts behind me. No, they have no jurisdiction. There's no, they have no legal action. Oh, so it's just come air your dirty laundry and park you on TV. So that's yeah. what it is. Now you yeah. you may not know the answer to this. So it's like Judge Judy and Judge Joe Brown. Are those all the same things, or are they like really? I'm sure they're all the same. They don't have any wow. legal power. They tell you like you have to pay this much money. You don't really have to pay it. It's not a real court. There's no lawyers litigating for you. Damn. I mean, I was a lot of times there people was no... think like, oh, you got to pay $20,000 for the car that you stole and paid, made one payment on. No, you don't. You're not gonna. What are they going to do? They can't put a judgment. They don't ask for your social. They don't have any of that stuff to actually go through anything. So it's just for TV. Sorry. Yeah. Spoiler alert. He's ruined kayfabe so, for Judge Judy. Yeah. Oh, wait till we get Judy. to Tattoo Nightmare. The most fake thing I've ever been a part of ever. Well, let's not touch too deep on that. Until next week. Don't blow your load too early. So story of my life. So now were you guys already on the outs? I mean you did wife swap. Were you guys already on the outs before no. divorce court? Or no, we were was good. that just that was straight up She was all for it. Five hundred bucks each, free trip to LA. What else am I gonna yeah. go to LA? Shit. Babe, we're getting divorced. Hey, uh In court. <laughs> we'll talk more off the air, but there's a certain <laughs> certain comedian who hosts a court show who's looking for stories and they don't have to be legal so next week we're gonna touch on uh tattoo nightmare <laughs> and, That'll put uh, which will seats. which will only be uh chris's 10 o'clock tattoo appointment <laughs> no this one was supposed to be yesterday there was a miscommunication so next week we can do it early. We will just and... be we'll be talking about the nightmare of how his tattoo went today. I will post a picture on our page, and no one will have any reference until this comes out. Good. Also, <laughs> if you want to check out Divorce Court, you can um, go to envymepodcast.com. I will be posting a video of kind of like the trailer of that show on our TikTok page. Oh, I'll probably put it on YouTube watch? as well. Oh, I can go find that one. Yeah, oh yeah, I can't it will find be nvmepodcast.com. I can't find the actual show, but you can at least see this man in action um, with his red tips. That was beautiful. <laughs> yes. See, yes. I used to have hair. All right. Yeah, you, you used to. It was fucking hideous. I'm so glad it's gone. Ten years <laughs> ago, you piece of shit. <laughs> Again, if you want to, uh, if you want to know anything about me or where to find us, it's. <laughs> You suck it. EnvyMePodcast.com. If you have chlamydia. Yes. If you have chlamydia, don't go. There goes all the chlamydia listeners. Yeah. They're, they're, fuck, man. We're singling everybody out. And that's all we got for you this week. Finally. Right here. Listen. listen go uh, listen to the you fucking know what, podcast. Chris? Listen to the podcast. Give us a five-star review. Or don't tune in again next week. I'm the only one leaving yeah, you reviews know what? right now. Why don't you just fucking take us out from now on? I, Maybe I okay. should. You want it done right? Because you're always nice. I mean, I nice. try to fucking. I, no, yeah, you're nice. Bullshit, you're like, because uh, I, yeah, because come, somebody come has to be to nice to get people that has to no listen. content on it. Nobody wants to listen to nice. It doesn't. This is twenty twenty three. Single man. I work so hard on video? that. Is there any video? I'm I can't done. even find it. I searched it. There is. There's <laughs> there's there's some. That's it, guys. This is Envy Me Dynasty Podcast. We're out. Envy Me, not you. Oh, 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 oh,
double feature screen. Yo dick went straight to DVD. My dick, bigger than a bridge. Yo dick, look like a little kid's. My dick, large like the Chargers, the whole team. Yo shit, look like you 14. My dick, locked in a cage, right? Yo dick, suffer from stage fright. My dick, so hot it's stolen. Yo dick, look like Gary Coleman. My dick, pink and big. Yo dick, stinks like shit. My dick, gotta seize it, do. Yo dick, needs a tweezer, do. My dick, is like super size. Yo dick, look like two fries. My 